Welcome to iForum. Hey guys, welcome to iForo Explains, uh, the show where we take a deeper dive into anything that is taking over the headlines and recent news that we feel that people may not fully grasp or um, want more information on. And this week's episode is about Meltdown and Spectre. This is the latest set of security vulnerabilities um, from Intel and ARM's processors and these affect just about everybody. So we felt that this was a very important topic to talk about. And uh, we have done our due diligence and our research. So uh, I know, Irvin, I know you were really excited about not the vulnerability itself, but <laughs> about covering the information uh, that is currently taking over all news headlines. So why don't you go and give us like a high level view of what this is and how it impacts the everyday user. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've been keeping up on all the news. So uh, this initially broke uh, a, a news hit on the register uh, code.uk uh, site on January 2nd. Uh, it was a scoop. Uh, they got some leaked information from a source uh, saying that there's a, a huge kernel memory uh, leaking uh, bug inside Intel processors and it's a design flaw like it's a hardware issue and has to be patched uh, through software and one of the um, uh, key uh, factors uh, key important aspects of it was that there's going to be a, a big uh, performance hit once these updates get released uh, they said in the, the initial um, article up to 30 percent uh, so, yeah, if it turns out that, yeah, this news broke, it was under embargo. And uh, now that it's out, it was actually true. Uh, Intel and other manufacturers like ARM and AMD have come forth, as well as Microsoft um, and Apple, have come forth and confirmed that this is an actual issue uh, that affects all operating systems that are running uh, this hardware. Um, it's a, yeah. So it affects um, everybody pretty much running uh, yeah. phones, uh, desktops, uh, laptops, whatever. If it has an in if it has a high end or higher end uh, cheap, well, it doesn't even have to be higher end, but mo a modern uh, CPU. Uh, and this also affects the Intel CPUs going back 10 years, up to 10 years, maybe more. It's better than um, the initial report, though, because apparently the United States Computer Emergency Readiness Team, which is the most interesting name for the emergency readiness team um but yeah they initially believed that the only way to protect it would have been total hardware replacement so this is a, a little bit better than it initially started as yeah so but yeah it's um at least it's fixable and it can be mitigated with a hardware patch but mm -hmm. at some cost right yeah, so the main issue is that with these, so the, there's two different uh, vulnerabilities. One is called Meltdown, the, the name has given it Meltdown, and the other is called Spectre. Um, uh, they uh, allow uh, malicious programs or just JavaScript running on a malicious website uh, to gain access to information, secure information stored um, at the kernel level, which means it's at the the 
kernel is the main uh, component on computers that communicate between the hardware and the software, right? So they store a lot of inf important information uh, within there. Uh, it could uh, be passwords through a password manager, emails, IM messages. And what these vulnerabilities allows to do is through um, exploits, um, malicious programs, uh, they could, anyone could read what's in within uh, those secure uh, locations within the memory. Uh, so typically um, uh, programs are locked out of reading these secure uh, areas, um, but now it's open to um, those malicious programs. So if you uh, download uh, a program from an unknown source um, or go to a malicious website that has this uh, vulnerability, um, you could be affected and uh, they could uh, read the information that might be stored, that might be uh, sensitive um, on your computer. The good, news, the good news is that updates are being released uh, by all, all operating system manufacturers, <clears throat> as well as uh, browser uh, makers like Mozilla. Um, Mozilla has already released patches. Uh, Windows should uh, get a patch uh starting on Tuesday for everybody um, should. So on Tuesday, make sure you go out and install any uh, patches that might come through on your Windows machine and be Windows 10 or Windows 7. Um, I didn't think they said that they might go back and patch Windows XP because um, it certainly is affected. Uh, mm -hmm. Apple has already released patches uh, for uh, their operating systems all going back uh, to uh, Leopard, I think, oh, wow. uh, which is quite quite uh, far back, but even computers older than that are still affected. So they haven't said for sure if they're going to release any more for going back any further um, in, within their operating system. Right. Um, one of the things that's important to note is uh, AMD's response to this. Uh, yeah. AMD has said that their chipsets aren't susceptible to meltdown at all so it looks like they're going to be working with intel um but the i think they are releasing a patch for specter soon as so we should expect to see a fix from them but they're they weren't really they didn't give a whole lot of detail in their announcement um but i'm not there is something about an embargo with amd that i'm not familiar with i don't know if you read up on that at all um but um yeah it was uh they're they're they did i wish they had given more but they've only offered pr so it contradicts intel's and arms response so it's it's a little peculiar with with amd it's not very clear um mm -hmm. but arms response um they apparent they're being praised as probably having the best response of everybody so they published a lot of technical detail in white paper, but um, they let it and didn't offer any kind of misleading PR kind of, and like any kind of vague details that AMD offered. But um, uh, ARM is introducing a new instruction that provides a speculative barrier similar to Intel's fix. And the new ARM instruction is, th this is the technical details. They're going to be just... Um, it says they're inserted between the tests of the array bounds and the array access itself. And they even offered code to show that, which is another big thing, which means now it's open to audit and review. Mm -hmm. So 
they don't have a generic approach for solving any of the other issues unlike Intel, but it's, um, and unlike it, it doesn't appear to be developing any immediate solution. However, they noted that many of its chips already have systems in place for disabling these branch predictions. So they're, they are able to fix it. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think that's going to primarily be in future hardware that these yeah. companies produce. Um, yeah, the permanent fix. So currently the fixes that are going out are sort of like band-aids, right? So they're yep. just trying to mitigate the issue as much as possible. But to truly fix this issue, uh, we need new hardware. So Intel, yeah. AMD, as well as ARM has to have to release uh, new chips with hardware to fix this issue. Right. Um, so that's very key, uh, important. Uh, so um, as but for the... Uh, performance hits there's been a lot of uh, these updates have been going out um, and uh, people have done uh, some initial testing um, so performance is definitely affected but only in certain applications so depending on uh, what uh, you're doing on your computer you could be significantly either significantly affected or um, just a, a, a tiny percentage uh, it's very dependent on your use case and what you use your computer for. The main ones that are affected are cloud computing devices. So anything running on a server. Uh, recent news came out for uh, a game called Fortnite that was running the servers for their um, online multiplayer game, similar to PUBG that lets multiple players, uh, up to 100 players, play at the same time. Uh, um, has... Uh, said that Meltdown has affected the performance of their servers, which has caused mm -hmm. issues uh, for players. And also cloud providers like Azure, Windows Azure, Amazon have all patched their systems. And uh, some people have noted that they have noticed slowdowns as well on yeah. systems. And uh, in the Twitch chat, uh, Harjo was asking, so it's just server chips that are impacted. But... Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Irvin, but I do believe that not only server chips, but all chips. Yeah, in all Intel chips technically manufactured since 1995 have, oh. are, in theory, <laughs> are affected. <laughs> uh, but yet, people haven't tested that far back yet, uh, I don't think. You see, um, this is why I never left DOS. <laughs> <laughs> too many vulnerabilities like today. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that despite... Um, that you were saying that the benchmarks of the chips have taken a hit, and I think yeah, from for sure information is yeah anywhere between five and thirty percent. But benchmark is a benchmark, but yeah, for real world, like people have yeah. tested like gaming performance, like actual that that hasn't really been affected uh, in a noticeable percentage wise. Um, uh, from day to day task, you won't notice. Um, right. If you're not maxing out your CPU, like let's say you're always using 100% of your CPU, you're maxing out, yeah. you're doing heavy intensive tasks. If like running a Hangouts call, yeah, exactly. I could say like you, <laughs> right? Uh, if if that from there you lose 10, 15 percent um, of performance, you'll notice. But let's say you're just browsing the web, right? And 15% from the top, right? The top percentage gets taken down from your CPU availability. Then you'll notice, or uh, then you won't really notice because you weren't going up that high anyway, right? So you don't, so it's very, it's like I said, it's very dependent on what you're actually util utilizing your computer for. 
Yeah, um, so I think uh, the, the biggest would be just people who use CPU intensive, like Twitch streamers and stuff yeah. like that. People who do a lot of video production and rendering or encoding. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that the, and you kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but I think the biggest place this is going to hit is the cloud. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be, because now they have to write code to, further if further improve the efficiencies that they already have or don't have because now their hardware just degraded for 30 up to 30 percent for just a bug for downloading an update so i'm wondering if there's going to be any companies who postpone the rollout of these fixes and we hear about breaches going forward because these companies either couldn't afford to patch it with this performance hit that it was going to bring about or if it's you and you always get these companies who never update software for 10 15 years mm-hmm. because the stuff they have works on it yeah. so i wonder if you're going to see those types of fixes as well Let's, or those types of breaches one so. thing that came to mind when you said that is for updates for android right so yeah. android as well as ios are both affected by this uh google has released uh, updates in their january f- uh, security fix for pixel and nexus devices but most, as we know, most Android phones aren't running the latest and greatest security patch, right? So depending on your manufacturer uh, and how good they are at providing these updates, you might never see a fix for this if you're running one of the affected ARM chips in your uh, in your phone. Um, so if you're using a Pixel on a Nexus, you're good. But what if you're using an HTC device, a Motorola, OnePlus one plus yeah. yeah so you don't know when they're going to actually get around to releasing fixes for these not only that but even the cheaper phones that are usually offered for free with yeah uh, with cell phone plans like there's cheaper lg phones and stuff like that that have like strange off-brand names and aren't flagship so yeah. uh, it might be worth your while to consider a smartphone from a company that's pledged security updates um I know Samsung and Google have done that, mm-hmm. as well yeah. as Apple. Um, so those are probably your three best bets. Mm-hmm. Um, OnePlus hasn't officially committed, but they've been fairly good about updating their phones to the latest stuff. Um, as for some of the high-end LG flagships, they've done a pretty good job as well. But um, I think that's really it when, uh, when it comes to Android itself. But um, if you're running know. iOS, uh, you, anything greater than an iPhone, anything that supports uh, iOS 12, uh, you're good. Uh, so that would be 5S and above. Uh, if you have a 5S or above and you're running the latest uh, operating system on iOS, you are protected. Uh, the patches have been released in the latest patch that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago now. So it's good. It's to know, like a lot of these companies have known about this vulnerability for a very long time, and they just been keeping it hush hush. And then the register uh, broke the news, and that's why all of this came out because it wasn't supposed to be public uh, yet until the fixes are out. And the, the reason that they do that is to keep that information away from bad uh, actors, mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, it's not exploited before the actual patch is released. So there's good hackers out there trying to uh protect these systems and and uh finding these vulnerabilities and they notify the right people um at the right time 
uh, in time so that they have enough time to fix these issues before it's actually made public. Right. Um, but you, you know, um, you're talking about systems uh, taking the time to put these fixes in place, Matt, uh, with servers, and you guys kind of focused in there on smart, like smart devices. But I think it's important to think about like infrastructure devices too, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you know, anything like industrial related, for example, where uptime is very important. You're not going to be seeing these patches getting installed probably anytime soon. Um, yeah. Even when it goes to, I don't know, like even in the medical field or like like we were talking about on uh, Sunday's episode, the like like for airports or something like that. All, you know, all these industries involve computing systems and they can't afford to have downtime where you apply patches and test out how it works. Um, mm-hmm. Or go with an initial fix until it's seen the light of day in terms of showing that it works and it doesn't, you know, poke other holes in uh, the security of those systems. So, I think it'll, it'll. I hope that there's some good um, security systems in place with infrastructures like that where this doesn't get taken advantage of before those systems have a chance to update uh, and get patched as well. Yeah, that. I think that um, it's mostly going to come from hardware updates for those companies. Yeah like not software they'll just end up waiting until the hardware with the fix is rolled out not a cheap fix either buying new nope. processors for that entire infrastructure is going to be a hefty bill yeah and i feel like it'll be not when it releases but when the server needs a physical replaced piece of hardware like it's got a failing ship or something like that in it yeah and i think that'll be the only time they'll see those updates and in the meantime it's they're just going to be vulnerable yep but yeah. um one thing that it is important to note uh, about the resolution for this, because we're kind of on that note, um, Meltdown is going to kind of recede away with hardware updates and OS patches. Uh, but Spectre, on the other hand, and not to draw any humor from it, is going to haunt us for quite some time. It's going to be, it's a more fundamental issue with how the CPUs operate and how they pass information between um between the kernel and the system so it there's no clean simple fix to it um the this ars technica article um goes on to explain uh that ideally in conjunction with greater hardware um for operating system uh, changes um, greater hardware control over branch prediction will provide protection in some scenarios, but the array bounds version of Spectre is going to require careful examination of and repair to vulnerable applications. So that's going to be a patch it as the leaks pop out kind of thing. Right. So that's, that is where I think we'll see the majority of future breaches going forward, just because Spectre is so hard to, to control. And, since there is no way of implementing an operating system level fix um, and the application of appropriate application level fixes is in all likelihood going to take lots of manual effort across companies by developers. So that is going to be the true test for these fixes because um, it looks like it's going to be the hardest one to fix out of any of them. So uh, it's the response has been good overall with the exception of AMD's cryptic response. Um, but um, I'm hopeful, <laughs> like cautiously hopeful. What do you think? These... I don't know. Uh, I thought it was an interesting response to sell all your stock in your own company. Yeah. Just, just oh, saying. Right. If you guys want to yeah. get into that. Irvin's, so... uh, his lower third kind of hints at that story. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, so yeah, just a, a disclosure: I've never owned any Intel stock. <laughs> but um, that's just a joke. But um, yeah, news came out uh, that uh, back in November, actually, was wasn't news, right? So it wasn't new news. So the, if you look back, someone found an article, right? Uh, so uh, that the Intel CEO has sold a majority of his uh, Intel stock uh, that he owned back in November, right? And then at that time, the news came out because it's a public filing, right? The SEC has to report this. Right. Um, so someone found the SEC uh, filing for this. And it, it turns out that, yeah, the Intel CEO did sell uh, as much stock as he legally could. So the, in, in, <laughs> his contra- in his contract, he has to have a minimum amount of Intel stock left. Uh, and he sold as much as he could until he hit that limit back in November. And um, this, at that time, we didn't know about this vulnerability. So no one was like, okay, until CEO just sold some stock. stock uh, CEOs do that all the time, right? Uh, it's not really that out of the ordinary. And then uh, someone made um, the connection, right? Uh that what if it's related to this issue because they had had to have known and then uh, news came out that this was initially found out and the companies were notified all the way back in july yep as some reports uh have said uh so it it, it lines up fairly well uh with the intel ceo actually selling its stock back in november um just in case that it might go down. So uh, there's some insider training might be going on uh-huh. uh, there. So it's it might be useful to keep an eye on, see what happens with Intel's CEO. He is Not making a, a, uh, um, a, a keynote address during CES next week. So it'll be yeah. very interesting to see. Uh, what he says if he says anything uh-huh. uh, relating to that I, <laughs> probably probably not I yeah doubt it. no way uh no way he'd address it um but yeah it's, it's something interesting that people have noticed that that things line up uh quite interesting if you look at the sec filings yeah it's like hey guys just ignore the dumpster fire over to the left yeah. there but let's I focus don't... on all the exciting new yeah. intel products coming out for 2018 Oh, yeah, you me, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very interesting that he sold as much as he legally could uh, without violating his contract uh, with uh, Intel, which nice. is... Yeah. Hey, you know, people can do is they could go to CES and take some kernels, put them in a bag, microwave them, and have some popcorn <laughs> and watch the show. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I had to. <laughs> I think it's important to note also that it's CEOs do that all the time. They yeah, sell parts right. of their stock all the time, but yeah. it's the timing of that is just yeah. is what's fishy. Yeah, the timing of it, right? Uh, yeah, it is very common practice for CEOs uh, to sell, right? Because when they uh, join a company, um, they get a lot of the time stock options as part of the pay, and uh, certain there's limitations on those stock options that they have a timeline they have to wait a year or two years before they can actually sell, sell uh, those stocks uh, so that, that sort of in, in, uh, incentivizes them to stay on with the company longer and, and things like that right. uh, employees also sometimes receive stock options like that um, mm-hmm. 
but uh yeah they they sell them time to time apple apple ceo is famously um steve jobs not the current one uh was famously only paid one dollar per year officially on apple's payroll right but he did have majority stake <laughs> in the company right and then he sold stocks on, from time to time that's how he actually made uh, money uh so it's, it's like matt mentioned it's very common practice but yeah right. the timing is kind of fishy there yeah but definitely not to draw a relation to j butt's background <laughs> fishy <laughs> on this deep dive mm-hmm. <laughs> i dove pretty deep down here to get this low get your yeah. swim trunks out oh they're out so, for a deep dive yeah so hopefully that gave you guys a a, a good overview uh, I know it's a lot of it is very initial information. So we wanted to get uh, the information out there just so people are aware of what's going on, what to expect in terms of updates and, and potential performance hits on their computers uh, and or smartphones. Um, but as more news, and I'm sure there will be uh, coming out in the future, uh, we'll keep you guys updated and let you know uh, what's going on uh, there. Always, we'll always keep you updated with what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm curious, you know, what we're going to hear about the slowdowns you guys were mentioning. If it yeah. really is, no, uh, I'm curious. Yeah, on the benchmarks that people will be running, um, I'm sure when uh, all the up- updates hit for Windows, especially um, uh, on Tuesday, uh, I'm curious to see. And I'm sure people will doing plenty of benchmarks and comparing. But again, benchmarks are only one measure of a computer's performance. It's yeah. not real world uh, usage. But I'm sure they'll do some real yeah. world testing yeah. as well as testing video editing and what, what most people use their computers for. Yeah, um, definitely curious to see if this leads to future patches related to their initial fix too. I'm, I'm yeah. sure this isn't going to be a one-time fix at all. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, well, you know the the. The tech industry is trying to keep you guys safe, and uh, so are we. That's why we're telling you. So yeah, keeping you in the know. But uh, unless anybody has anything else to offer, I think we can wrap this one up for today. Um, cool. Um, well, as for us, if you guys are looking to find more information, we have two shows. We have this show, which um, which publishes every Wednesday. And we have the main show, which is just a recap of this week in the news and in technology. So anything from security breaches to patching your printers to taking care of uh, just anything relevant in today's world of technology or product releases or whatever. But uh, if you want to look into that, we're available on Podbean um, at industry40.podbean.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and twitter at industry 40 all spelled out and you can find us on any one of our any any manner of podcasting apps you can find us on TuneIn radio we're available on itunes google play and chances are you can find us on any of your favorite podcatcher apps we published a podcast or pocket casts on android and uh, various mediums but um as for things you can do if uh if you feel like we're offering good information and you want to hear more and you want to help us out feel free to leave us a review on any one of our social media platforms it helps us get to more people to give them information so that um that really helps us get more information out which is in the end beneficial to everybody we would like as many people to know about these important issues in technology as possible 
And um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. What Kyle said. If if you guys do drop us a review, we will give you a shout out on the show um, from your preferred method. If you choose, if not, we'll just specify from wherever you roughed your review from. But please leave us a review. Um, it does help. So and we yes. love reading them. So, but yeah. So that being said, this is uh, I for O explains, and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye.